Hey, my name is Jason. I'm the producer of Relationship Radio. I wanted to let you know that we have a brand new website solely dedicated to working on your pies. Introducing itstartswithattraction.com. You can listen to every episode, learn about the pies, and sign up for our weekly newsletter. Go to itstartswithattraction.com. It starts with attraction, one word. It starts with attraction.com to get signed up today. If you're having any kind of marriage difficulty, whatever it might be, there are many, many people out there who will tell you exactly what you should do. <laughs> and if you even mention, you know, my spouse said this or my spouse did that, there are people who will tell you without a shadow of a doubt why. Interestingly, it'll come from people who've never met your spouse, don't know anything about him or her. Let's talk about that today. Should you really listen to your friends, your family, even sometimes the so-called experts. My special guest today is Jim Porto. Jim works with us at Marriage Helper. He is a relationship expert. He has his own business where he works with businesses and churches and other organizations, helping leaders understand how to lead and particularly and specifically in areas of relationship, well, as well as others. He also leads our intensive three-day workshop for marriages in crisis, and he does an amazing job there, an outstanding Mm -hmm. job. He's my dear friend. He's extremely intelligent. He's got a lot of wisdom, and sometimes his humor is just as warped as mine. (laughs) Often. Which which makes me like him even more. So, Jim, let me start off by telling something I just saw not long ago on Facebook, and then I'd like to get us to have a dialogue on this for a few minutes, because this is the kind of thing we see often. Now, you may be getting the advice or counsel from your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your best friend, somebody at church. I mean, anybody. The one I'm about to tell actually came from people who were on a Facebook group. A gentleman posted that he is separated from his wife and that as one of the criteria for putting the marriage back together, he would have to get rid of his dog. Now, he's had that dog seven years, and so he took umbrage to that. And when he posted on the Facebook group, what do you think she's doing this for? What does this mean? What should I do? It was fascinating to see the responses. People immediately saying things like, she's cruel. Anybody who would tell you to get rid of a dog at seven years is just a cruel person. Somebody else said, oh, she's trying to manipulate you. Another said, oh, she's dominating you. And she's demonstrating she has control over everything. And then somewhere down in the line, he added a little more information, which was, they have two small children She's pregnant with the third, and she's not comfortable with that big dog being around those little kids. Interestingly, it didn't stop the people who'd made the judgments. <laughs> they jumped right in saying, she's still just trying to dominate you. She's trying to prove that she's got complete control. Don't you dare do what she said do. I responded, well, if she's giving you an option between her and the dog, you've got to decide which one you want to be with. <laughs> And people thought that was just the most ridiculous thing in the world. So, Jim, let's get to that just in a minute. It's not really about dogs. Although that does remind me, I was doing a live radio show once a few years ago. <laughs> and a guy called in and said, my wife insisted that our three dogs sleep in the bed with us. And I can't stand it. So I told her, you choose. The dogs are me. Then he paused. And I said, so who's in the bed with your wife? He said, them damn dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never asked Shannon to choose between me, and the pit bull, and the Jack Russell. And that's for sure. So, yeah. <laughs> so I just want to make sure people understand this is not really about the dog. No. What we're talking about is the fact that there are a lot of people who think they're helping 
when in actuality, they're saying things they don't have a clue whether they're right or not. Isn't that right? Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm always amazed um, about a couple of things. So I guess, you know, before Al Gore invented the Internet, <laughs> we found our place to a place where, you know, people used to talk. And I don't know what we did without Facebook or these things prior to then. Mm-hmm. Um, because what I hear from people on a regular basis is I took a, a, an assessment on Facebook or social media for my husband, my wife, my children, and I have discovered they are from Mars, you know, and 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 so if it's on the internet, it's true, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so what you have is this 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 non-accountable method of people throwing their opinion out. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, anyone, including third world countries, has access to this World Wide Web, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter whether you're qualified or even care. If you have an opinion, you have equal access to someone. Um, in that social media type platform. You follow me? Yeah. Yeah. Because if we didn't have that, none of these people would even have a way to put their input into this. Oh, exactly. Okay. It's, it's a medium for them to move through. So it makes no difference where I live. It makes no difference who I am. It makes no difference what I know, what I don't know. My opinion is just as good as anybody's opinion on the planet. You know, I'm all for the equality of people. Mm-hmm. I, I really am. And you are too. But I'm not convinced that on every situation, everybody's opinion is just as good as everybody else's. Well, no, or no that's else's. not true. I mean, if you want to compare your chocolate pie to my grandma's chocolate pie, it's never going to be the same. Okay. <laughs> um, they're different. But the truth is what you just said there. So, you know, you are Joe Beam, my friend, but you are so Joe Beam, my mentor, Dr. Joe Beam. Um, now, you didn't purchase that uh, that that title. Uh, you paid for it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a lot some, of money. <laughs> I've been in people's homes who had a $100,000 painting on the wall. I, in my office, I point at my diploma and say, there's my $100,000 painting. <laughs> so so uh, with that being said, um, you have had the maturity, the dedication, um, and have placed yourself in a position of delayed gratification, sacrifice, and greater learning in order to offer an educated opinion. But even that isn't offered in a vacuum. Correct. You never show up and just say, here's what I think. Exactly. You know, and so I think that's where we are as a society. And, and I've been guilty of it. Don't, uh, I, I don't stand here saying that I've been above it by any stretch. But, uh, you know, Joe, we look at people and it's so easy to say, this is what I think you ought to do. And, of course, mm-hmm. the, at the very basic levels of that, that's making some huge assumptions. It's, mm-hmm. it's assuming that I actually understand what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Suppose then. Suppose then is a person saying, but my mama knows me really well. Yeah. We have a thing in our business we understand, and we talk to people who work with us all the time. One side of a story always sounds right. Always. And I'm doubting that if most people who are having, so for example, marriage problems, if they go talk to mom or go talk to dad, they're probably not equally representing both sides. Oh, I, it, it's, it's, it's possible. Possible. You know, but probably not probable. Right. Um, and, you know, I can think of the time when um, I was leaving my home, my family, and Shannon, and calling my parents, and even though I did not paint Shannon as the devil um, in the same sense, nor did I paint myself that way, um, you know, we were equally okay, so to speak, but we were not equal in our offenses at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I've discovered there's, you know, his story, 
her story and then the actual story <laughs> that comes as the more I deal with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the, the question. So when I throw advice out um, without understanding, um, I could be doing more damage than I'm doing harm in that. I don't understand where that person is coming from. And that's a pretty big deal. Um, because here's the, here's the unique part, and you know this better than I do, and that is that um, a lot of times behind a people's question or their statement is actually another question or a mm-hmm. statement. And that would be okay or better if they knew what that question was. Mm. But sometimes they don't know. No. There are times I've expressed things, and I've expressed it in a way in which I thought I was communicating what I felt, and when Shannon or someone else answered that question adequately or greater than adequate i mean just 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 completely answered it and it's fulfilled in its entirety i still didn't get what i needed from it right because i was asking the wrong question i didn't even know what to ask for myself or what i was feeling right and i think that's one of the struggles and so the likelihood of your friends or your family knowing what the question really is or even challenging you mm-hmm Many, many years ago, I some people know my story. I'll reiterate just the teeniest piece of it. Back in 1984, I divorced Alice, my wife. We remarried each other in 1987. But when I was divorcing Alice, I talked to this one guy who was a very wise guy. And I didn't paint Alice as being evil personified. But when I told the story, it was definitely slanted toward Joe. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing is, and it really made me mad, this guy was a very wise man, and so he started challenging what I was saying. Mm-hmm. He was asking me questions like, uh-huh, is that the way it really is? What, what do you mean? Well, what about this and what about that? And, <laughs> and he, was, he was really good at asking questions. And I got so mad and I said, you don't believe me. And he said, I'm not even sure that you believe you. <laughs> and, and so it was, if we're going to help you, we need to look deeper into it than just what you say on the surface. And so most people who are going to have great advice for you, great meaning in their minds, great. It's going to be, they're going to hear a little bit and then they're going to tell you what they think. And it's amazing how often that will be wrong. And one of the reasons for that, and Jim can elaborate on this, I'm sure, is because of the fact that they tie it to something that happened somewhere in their life, even if it wasn't the exact same thing. And then they are actually giving advice about something that happened to them five years ago. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, you have, because all we, all we really have to call upon is our experience in life. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. I mean, uh, in, in some ways, when I'm speaking to clients, one of the things I'll hear is he or she isn't giving me a chance or they don't believe me now. And that's when a change has occurred in one or both of the people and for the better. And they're still not believing me and they need to believe me. And it seems like what they do is their actions are based on what I used to do. Mm-hmm. And my response is, I understand that can be hurtful, and I understand that's frustrating, especially if you've had significant change. Try to frame it this way. The only thing they can recall is past experience. I can't recall Mm -hmm. something that hasn't happened to me yet. Right. So when it comes to dealing with other people, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Joe, why would you want to go, if you had a brain tumor, why would you want to go with a guy that's done a thousand surgeries or a guy who just now discovered he had a head? <laughs> I, mean, you follow? I mean, I want, I want, how many surgeries has he done? What has he done? What's mm-hmm. his, and, and I want to know how many survived mm-hmm. as well, right? right. Um, I don't want to get advice from um, financial advice from the guy who is currently bankrupt and been bankrupt four times. Right. I, I want to, I want to find it from someone who knows what they're doing, who's proven and done a piece of that. And I think that's, the struggle and that people face is that, you know, who do I trust? Who do I listen to? And mm-hmm. there's a, I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Well, let's stay with that same theme for a minute. If, if I'm going to tie it to some experience I've had that at least in some way is similar, 
then I'm going to start experiencing the emotions I felt then. So, for example, when this guy said, she says, get rid of the dog mm-hmm. or I'm not coming back. We had people posting things like, ah, don't you ever give up your dog. Your dog is your best friend. Now, what they're doing is they're tying it back. To, as soon as they hear the word dog and the guy that had seven years, they're thinking about their most beloved pet. Exactly. Whatever he or she was, cat, dog, whatever. They're tying it back to that and they're thinking how they would feel mm-hmm. if they had to get rid of that pet. And now they're projecting that emotion onto him. <laughs> and then they start making judgments about the other woman's motive. She's just mean. She's just controlling. Shouldn't. When can we accurately assess another person's motivation? Is it just by hearing one side of a story? <laughs> Man, uh, I, I, that's going to be in, in the next podcast we do. And uh, that podcast is going to cost $10,000. No, <laughs> the, the truth is that the struggle we have, and, and uh, I, I've never had this problem, but I know a friend who has. And it's basically been this. We don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. Mm -hmm. Everything in life is processed through the lens in which we view Mm -hmm. ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so what happens in this is is exactly what you said. I hear the situation and I associate it with my life experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And that can connect as far back to family origin, to how mom and dad were and things like that, Mm -hmm. or a previous relationship or current relationship. In Mm -hmm. other words, my husband or my wife made me choose this thing. Mm -hmm. And in making me choose that, um, it became the, as it were, hook for me to hang my hat on. Now, let me be clear about something. It really wasn't the problem. Mm -hmm. It was just the choice that was made. In other words, I don't think there's any, or there are very few people out there Mm -hmm. who are in a, a healthy relationship where there's love, like, respect, where they are emotionally reconnecting after conflict in which they're Mm -hmm. doing amazing things and they have common aspirations. I mean, these people are rocking the love path. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, In which one or the other has what we call these, um, these unrealistic demands. Mm -hmm. They just don't happen. There's compromise that's happening in the relationship. So even though there could be a fear, for instance, this dog uh, situation, there could be a fear that says, you know what? When I grew up, I was attacked by a dog Mm -hmm. and I have this in me. Mm -hmm. And now you have this big dog and we have a baby and I'm afraid um, Mm -hmm. uh, there's more of an understanding. Yeah. So just assuming that the woman's trying to be controlling, demanding, or just a dog eater or whatever else, there's just as good a possibility That what you said is true because we're all coming off our experiences mm-hmm. and somewhere along the line, she was terrified or hurt by a dog or so somebody's terrified or hurt by a dog. And it's like, here my little kids and there's that dog. And yet, yet other people were giving advice saying, I know exactly what she's doing and why she's doing it when that's not accurate. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're saying, even if you choose not to work with us. Now, Jim, in addition to leading our workshops is also one of our coaches. As a matter of fact, he's over our coaches that help people with marriage coaching. And, and people in Jim's position have to be able to see both sides. And based on what he said a minute ago, hear that, that we can only come up out of our own experiences. That's why we make sure we have people that have had the right kind of education. And, and by the way, that doesn't just mean a degree. It means the right <laughs> kind of education. School of hard knocks sometimes. sometimes. Absolutely. <laughs> and who have had experiences so that when they hear something, don't immediately go, oh, then she's doing that because she's trying to control you. Mm-hmm. Because if somebody's really trying to help you, they're going to ask a lot of questions. That's it. And not just of you, but if they get an opportunity, which they'll ask for, to ask her, can you help me understand why you feel this way? Now, is it possible we could discover that it really is a matter of control? She just likes dangling on the end of the string? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I've a possibility. i a few of those people. But to make that assumption up front, 
is just unhealthy. And then the advice that people give is advice based on their own emotions at the time, based on whatever's happened to them before. Like one lady even responded, if you give up that dog, boy, the next thing is going to be give up your kid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're fur babies, you know. Oh, good grief. So what we're saying is this. If you need help, it's okay to have a support system. It really is. You need it. But be extremely careful about the advice you take from people who either love you too much, and therefore that slants what they think or say, or that's only getting a they're only getting a part of the story because you're likely not telling at all. And even if they had the whole story, don't have the wherewithal to know how that fits into the scheme of life and how mm-hmm. things work. In other words, they just kind of accept what you're saying is the right way. Sometimes you might even see on our Facebook groups, if you ever get in there, that people will say this and this and that happened. What should I do? And quite often, one of our people will respond back, well, based on what you said, (laughs) which is our very gentle way of saying, we only heard your side. Mm -hmm. We don't know that that's the way things really are. Now, we're not trying to call you a liar. You're a human being, and human beings slant things in a way that makes them look best. But we don't necessarily believe everything you just said, because you, even if you believe it completely, may not be seeing it accurately either. And so true helpers, ones who really know what they're doing, are going to ask a lot of questions, listen a whole lot, and then they're not going to tell you what to do. Seriously, think about it. And I'm choosing this dog thing because it's just easy to explain from that. It's not like the biggest thing that's ever happened, right? But it's easy to explain. When they're saying, don't you do this, or you definitely have to do that. The reason that real professionals don't tell you that is because even if they've listened, asked the questions, and think that they have both sides of the story, they still realize there may be some nuances they're missing. And rather than telling you, you need to do blank, they say, here's what... You should think about, consider this, think about that. Here's what's going on. Because you see, (laughs) they know that they don't have to live with the consequences (laughs) of your doing that thing, that you're the one who has to face whatever happens next. Okay. Not them. And yet people who have not had the right kind of training, uh, people who are quick to give you their opinion about why people do what they do and what you definitely should do. They're just going to walk away when it all blows up in your face. And you look back and go, this, boy, this worked out really badly. And either they don't respond at all, they just whistle and walk away. Yeah, exactly. Or, uh, well, you, mm, you should have told us more. It's your fault. <laughs> so when it comes to getting help, we suggest you check out marriagehelper.com. That's marriagehelper.com. And you ask about our coaches like Jim, as you've heard here, he's extremely wise, got a lot of wisdom when it comes to people. We have workshops that we do as well. We have online courses. We have all kinds of things. We have no hesitation in recommending you look at our resources because they've done a lot of good for a lot of people. And yet at the same time, we'll tell you we're not perfect. (laughs) No, you'll hear most about that. And if you choose not to use us, okay, that's your choice. It doesn't make us angry, but whoever you pick, pick somebody that's going to be an objective third party Mm -hmm. who will actually question you and definitely not be telling you why your spouse did what he or she did. Here's the question I often ask when people say, why did my wife do this? Or why did my husband do that? I look at them and go, how many things in your life have you done that if I were to ask you, why did you do that? You would look at me with this blank stare and went, and, and, and you would have said something like, 
I really don't know. <laughs> now, if you do things that sometimes you don't understand the motivations for, I'll guarantee you that's also true of your spouse. So get the help you need, wherever you need to get it. If we can help you, go to marriagehelper.com. Jim, what else do we need to say about who do you listen to when you're having marriage problems? What have you not talked about that we need to mention before we go? Well, I, I you know... This isn't an assault on social media or anything like that. We use it and we find it as a good tool for us. Um, and my own uh, web pages and things that I use for encouragement, uh, we find them as very helpful. I think what we're saying is, um, you know, uh, the old saying used to be, you are what you eat. And be careful <laughs> what you're ingesting um, intellectually <laughs> because those thoughts will create actions. Um, you cannot separate those things. Um, and people say, well, I, I acted but didn't think. And the argument behind that is you're right. You may have not have thought at that moment, but your thoughts prior to that days or weeks before helped to formulate the action. Mm -hmm. And so getting the right information will help you in the long run and will help you be what you need to be. Now, sometimes I think the only thing I would bring up is that I've been asked a few times. So, so, uh, okay, well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you a call or I'm going to do this. Um, and, um, I'll let you know. And we say, okay, well, you know, give the office a call. They'll set up a coaching package or you can sign up for the workshop and things like that. And one of the most common questions, uh, that you can hear is, um, will you guys charge for that? And, uh, and, uh, and so the answer is yes. Um, and I can say it in Spanish. It's the only other language I know, which is C. Um, <clears throat> and we, oh yeah, that's right. We, I forgot about French. Um, uh, but but the truth in that is is that yet yeah, we do charge for that. Um, we have um, very very powerful resources. Um, we don't charge exorbitant uh, prices uh, for that or things like that. But part of that, what happens there is that we're an organization that is in constant growth. Mm -hmm. um, we are constant investing, and mm -hmm. what I mean by investing is not the stock mar stock market, but we're yeah. investing in our growth, our mm -hmm. education. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and and these things are things that we're working on. We're developing product, and so why are we doing that? In order to give people what they need to be the best that they can be in their potential. Okay, mm -hmm. so we are doing that. You know, a funny thing happened this morning, Joe. Um, I went to um, Waffle House. Hmm. One of my, it's a gourmet place. You, some people aren't familiar with it. I love Waffle House. I can, I can feel the cholesterol building in my arteries. <laughs> Just thinking about but, it. Right? But I love Waffle House. Yeah, you know, I went into Waffle House uh, this morning and I got me an omelet and a coffee, a water, and three strips of extra crispy bacon. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm starting to, the Pavlovian effect is kicking in now. I'm starting to salivate. Anyway, a funny thing happened when I finished that. Let me guess. They ask you to pay for it. Yeah, it's weird. Oh. Okay. They actually brought me a bill. <laughs> and not only that, but there was an expectation to tip over and above what I paid. Mm -hmm. And there was this knucklehead called the state who actually put a tax on it. Mm -hmm. And they didn't have anything to do with it. Mm. Now, I hope you get my, my sarcasm a little bit or my humor a little bit here. And that is this is that some of the greatest things we happen in life, they're all reciprocal. And this is a reciprocal relationship. And so I don't feel embarrassed about what I do. It's my profession. I'm proud of it any more than my mechanic does or my doctor does mm -hmm. or my minister does. Mm -hmm. um, what, what we really are looking at is, is we're looking at helping people. And the only way to do that is to dedicate our lives to it. And that's what we do. We want to help you. Mm -hmm. um, when you call us, we're not uh, flipping between Jerry Springer and uh, Oprah <laughs> To see what kind of advice we can give you. You follow me? Um, we're looking there. It's why you don't see often me at all, but Joe and other people getting too involved into the web pages. Why? Because we want to invest in you in a way in which you can really get the return you're looking for. Mm -hmm. We are watching lives change. We see. Does everybody get helped? 
No. But can we help? I have 100% belief and assurance that we can step into your life and empower you with the tools to create the future that you believe in, that you want. Mm -hmm. And so I bring that up because a few of us talked about it today, and I hear it from time to time from folks, and they're saying like, well, you know, what's the big deal? I can't. One time I think I saw on on one of our pages, they said, you you guys are just trying to sell stuff. And I thought to myself, mm, I could think of other things to sell, but this isn't working. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, in, earlier in my life, I was a salesman and I made a lot of money doing yeah, that. Yeah. I don't make a lot of money doing this. So we respect that opinion if you have that. And, and, and that's cool. Uh, we just want you to know that, um, that we value what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, we love to be able to help people. Mm-hmm. And we want to be able to give you the best possible solutions that you can discover. I want you to hear what I just said. We're not here to tell you to live. We're helping you to discover the solutions you need for the circumstances that you're in. And I believe that uh, our coaches and our workshops and things like that can actually be a vital part of that. I think that's outstanding. Absolutely. And sometimes when somebody says, well, if you really cared about people, they said this to me, you give it to mm. me for free. My response is, there's nothing in your life you get for free. Mm-mm. Well, I go to church. They help me for free. No, they don't. I mean, somebody has to pay that pastor so he can pay his Somebody's rent. Somebody's paying for it. Mm-hmm. He's got to pay his rent. He's got to buy his groceries. Well, the state gives me stuff for free. Mm-hmm. No, they don't. You pay taxes or somebody's paying taxes <laughs> somebody for that. We all have to eat. But, hey. We're not trying to justify the fact that we charge. We're just explaining that we love people, we care about people, and yes, we do charge, and we don't back off from that. It's like that's the right thing to do. It really is. And we still give away as much as we can Mm -hmm. when we can. So if you've heard all of this, remember, whoever you're going to work with, whoever you're going to listen to, make sure they're not leading in the wrong direction and be wary of anybody anybody, I don't care who he or she is, that knows exactly why your spouse is doing what he or she's doing, mm-hmm. is assigning motives to him or her that may not be true at all, that's telling you exactly what you need to go do, run from those people. Get somebody who will help you learn, who will help you evaluate, who will help you examine things in new light, and help you make a decision, but it is ultimately your decision. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jim, for your time. I yeah, appreciate man, it's that. It's so good being here today. You guys tune in. We're going to be doing some more podcasts with Jim. I enjoy working with him. So just check those out and may things go well with you.